From the mortal world depart we now, on this the night all hallows be, back into Halloween town. Through the portal we take our leave. Four hours till midnight. We'll be back in plenty of time. <laughs> Monsters, Madness, and Magic. Welcome to the Monsters, Madness, and Magic podcast. I am Justin, and today I'm joined by my favorite witch and yours, the talented Kimberly J. Brown. Kimberly, how are you holding up in this crazy world we're in? Oh, boy. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing doing pretty good right now. So <laughs> well, That's good. You, you take the... I think if anything this year shows us you... Um, you know, you take all the, the small wins as they come, you know, enjoy the little things. It's, yeah. It's the steps as you go and not necessarily the whole, you know, the whole enchilada at once. Most definitely. So you started out by adding in commercials when you were five, you mm -hmm. were making history on Broadway by the age of nine, <laughs> by 11, you had Emmy nominations and that's how already you've got a resume in the first dozen or so years of your life that most would give a career for. Uh, do you remember those days, uh, what sparked you wanting to pursue an acting career? Oh, I, yeah, I remember those days very vividly. Um, I, my parents put me in a, um, a, a class when I was like five years old, kind of like a performing arts thing as, a, as sort of an avenue to um, explore just having fun in that area because I had several imaginary friends growing up. I was always playing dress up and planning things and scenarios around my house. So they put me in it just to kind of be able to perform and get it out, I guess. And I think the story goes that some, um, some talent people from New York came down and saw the class or something. And I was one of the few, if only like people they recommended if I ever wanted to try acting professionally in New York that they would recommend. Right. And so we kind of gave it a shot. It was not, you know, initially the goal when joining the class, but, um, I, so we started driving to New York. I was in Maryland at the time. And um, as soon as I gave it a shot and started trying it, I was completely in love with it. And I can remember being on stage on Broadway at like seven years old, wow. um, just going like, this is the best thing ever. Like I never, you know, <laughs> I never want to not do this. This is awesome. <laughs> Have you worked on Broadway or theater much since those days? Well, I know COVID's currently got things tied up, but recently-ish? Not. Not really. I still love watching theater and all that and going to see as many shows as I can, but I'm primarily in Los Angeles now and um, have right. auditioned for a few things over the years, but no, I don't, I don't pursue it as much as I did when I was young. What were some of your favorite roles to perform back then? Well, Les Mis is, is I think, will always be my favorite musical. Um, mm. It's just incredible. Um, and uh I just remember so many experiences there and um, one of my best friends that I worked with in the show is still my best friend today. So it's oh, like, I have awesome. such good memories. Um, but I also, Showboat was really fun too. I actually still have really good family friends from that show too. And so it was kind of like, it was kind of like my version almost of like a public school in a sense, you know, where yeah. you kind of grow up and, and keep your friends. But, um, and then there's been other shows that I've seen like Wicked and, um, you know, just, uh, other great Broadway shows, but I think Les Mis will always like will always be my number one. Um, 
Now, is your preparation any different as an actress from doing a live stage performance as opposed to being on screen? Definitely. I think depending what medium you're in, you have to prep maybe a little bit differently. I mean, with film and TV, you get to explore a character's life so much more in depth than you do on stage. And you can certainly do the same exploration, but film and TV is a much, you know, slower. You can spend sometimes two to three months with a character really diving in, um, in in different scenes and different aspects. Whereas theater, you kind of have to dive in all at once to get the big picture because then you're performing, you know, a bigger summation all, you know, every night. (laughs) <laughs> but it's so great doing it in front of a live audience because you, um, you know, people just, everybody responds differently material. So, um, but it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun getting that immediate feedback. And then it also is, it's just a different kind of thing to then see it on screen and um, you just, just play with it differently, I guess, is the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It's always fun talking to people who grew up in the industry that had positive experiences, because yeah. that doesn't seem to be the case a lot of the times. Where Do you attribute that to your parents being very hands-on? Like, were they always traveling with you? And a- Absolutely. And there was always just a a, a, I guess I want to say like a general um, agreement sort of thing that if like I ever didn't like it or, or was not wanting to do it, that there was no pressure and that, you know, I could say stop at any time. Um, and there was always an attention put to other activities in my life. You know, the, as, as much as we could squeeze in because I was like, let's go, you know, I, I never wanted to leave set. I loved it so much, but there was always, I did community sports and um, other, just other activities. And just, they, they tried to make sure that, that I was, we, you know, gave as much importance as we could to being a kid <laughs> aside right. from, from working as well. But that I genuinely, um, didn't want to be anywhere else. Like that was, I, I thrived on a set. I fell in love with it and, and just loved the idea of escaping and being somebody else for a little while. So they would, um, I so appreciate that that option was always there, but I think it was very clear that um, I was slightly hooked. Yeah. And that comes off on the screen. You know, you're very, you seem to be enjoying yourself as more. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. So correct me if I'm wrong. I see your first television credit is listed as the babysitters club. And that's shortly after you started commercials. I think, yeah, that was a couple of years. Um, I think I did that when I was, um, but yeah, that was the, the show they used to have. Um, cause now, you know, there's a new one obviously, but, um, yeah, that was, and I, that was so exciting for me to get because, uh, I was such a huge babysitters club fan. Like I, I loved the books when I was a yeah. kid. Did, now how did that process ramp up so fast from where, where you went to commercials and now you're on the television screen such a short amount of time? It just was about, I mean, it was just different auditions and I mean in as I I don't remember like how the agent thing and all that came about um in much detail because I was so young but it just you would get auditions for different kinds of projects and so it was just a matter of of you know what started to work at, at you know at what time around that the same time you were cast in Halloween Town you got a bug's life which is another one of my uh, mm-hmm. favorite childhood films what did you record in that one I didn't see the so she had kind of a group of like those I guess yeah I think they called them blueberry ants instead of girl scouts like that was their thing but um I, I did they had like a few of us in there um doing just a bunch of like different scenes and various lines and we got to see um how the the process of how they make those like Pixar movies it was awesome 
them. Like wow. we, a lot of the film wasn't even done yet. So we got to see like a, a lot of the original drawings and stuff like that for the characters. So we've already, already you had voice acting, stage acting, soap operas, television. <laughs> That's all before your first movie, uh, right? Am I right with that? Yeah, I had done some smaller stuff before then, but um, Halloween Town and Tumbleweeds, I shot them the same summer back to back. And that those were like my first, like those were like my big, you know, leading roles in, in bigger yes. films. Would you say that diversity of acting experience at such a young age kind of just helped you prepare for your lead roles to come? Absolutely. I think growing up on a soap opera was very helpful too, because we would tape a whole episode in one day. Mm -hmm. which is not typical, you know, for film, we would do a lot. I mean, it's, if you had a heavy storyline, you had a lot of dialogue. And so it, it just made me accustomed to that pace very early on. And I worked with such amazing people on that show um, that I just, I think I'm hoping through osmosis, I, you know, was trying to soak in what I could because um, I just watched and learned. And um, I think it, it definitely, prepared me in so many different ways um, to just, I guess, you know, take on more responsibility on camera in that way. Right. So when Halloween Town finally uh, comes to be, or when you get the role, did you have a childlike awe of Disney at all when you get cast as that role? Did you like think about Snow White and Cinderella and every other movie you've ever seen? Oh yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, the OG animated Disney films were my life when I was young, you know, you had the VHSs and the puffy plastic, you know, cases. (laughs) And I would watch those things religiously because we didn't have, you know, DVRs and (laughs) like the, you know, different world then, but Beauty and the Beast was, you know, always my favorite and Little Mermaid. And so I, yeah, I, the, um, I was thrilled to do something for Disney and also thrilled to, um, you know, to get the opportunity to play a teenage witch, like that kind of, that kind of project doesn't come along very often. So that was really exciting to me too. Right. And, you know, you already had an imaginary friend when you were younger, you said. So yes, you're already yeah. kind of, you were getting towards the magical aspect anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a few years before Halloween Town, Disney, um, they hit it big with Hocus Pocus. And that's another just magic tapping into the imagination type deal. Would you say that has a lot to do with the success of those films? Because they're targeted towards kids. I mean, kids just love magic and imaginary friends and witches and for some reason yeah and i think you know the idea of halloween certainly encompasses all of that i think um that's why i loved halloween so much as a kid because you got to dress up as whoever you wanted and go get candy for for a night like you know who who wouldn't love that but i think that whole um i don't know i think halloween then wasn't also quite what it is now. I feel like now it's become so much more of like a mainstream holiday, like, yeah, you know, more like Christmas where there's more decor in the stores and there's, I mean, people go all out for it almost as much as Christmas now. And so yeah. um, I think, you know, as a, as a kid, like for us to see that on screen and certainly with Halloween town to have a whole place dedicated to it, I, um, I, you know, I just think it, it, it plays on all of our, uh, it lets us run wild with our imagination. And so that was certainly the appeal for me in getting to do it was like, oh my gosh, like this, mm-hmm. you know, what if this was a real place? That's, you know, so cool. I feel like you just said it, so I'm gonna go ahead and go there. That's a missed opportunity by Disney. They should have like a seasonal Halloween town attraction. And I think it would do really great for them. But I don't, I don't understand that why that hasn't That would be really happened. cool. I'm, I'm a big Disneyland fan. So um, yeah, that, that would be really cool. <laughs> so I'd say movies like Halloween town from the nineties tap into those same veins of nostalgia, like eighties kids would say the Goonies or 
explorers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, what are some of those movies for you personally? I loved um, Your Good Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, when I was young. Like that's that always signified the start of fall for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Double Double Toil and Trouble with the Olsen yeah. twins was like that was my jam. <laughs> I loved that movie. Um, I certainly loved Goonies too. Like there was some of those movies that. Um, like I said, we didn't have as many options as people do now. And so you had to rely on a lot of those that, um, just made you feel happy. And so a lot of the, you know, different VHSs and stuff would get watched a lot, you know, because they would bring you like that familiarity and that level of like joy and comfort. So how does it feel knowing that you have a movie that's on that list for people? That's how they feel about Halloween Town. It's incredible. We, uh, had no idea filming, you know, we were just supposed to do one movie that summer, with Disney and um, it's been surreal to watch it grow into what it is now. And it's, um, it's a true testament to the fans and, and how they've just wanted to continue to watch it and talk about it as such the biggest honor as an actor. Cause when you have something come out and you work on something, you hope, you know, some people will watch it and like it. And, you know, but to, I just get the most amazing stories from people about what the movies meant to them growing up. And um, it's, it's just a gift to be in that position for people. Like I only, um, I, I guess I just say I'm, I'm just really grateful that I can, I can bring some joy to people through the movies. And so I'm, I'm so uh, flattered that they've, they've taken on the life that they have. Yes. And you, you've given us plenty of joy. So if we can give a little back, then. That's fine. So was the auditioning process any different since it was Disney and a big whole shoe fly or was it just the same as any other role? It was pretty much the same. I auditioned a few times. Um, it was, it was pretty much the same as other experiences. And, um, and, you know, you, you go back and read some scenes and they kind of will down the number of people that are reading for it. Gotcha. So you're a kid, you're in Halloween Town. You're working alongside uh, Judith Hogue and uh, Debbie, Debbie Reynolds. Sorry. Uh, did you soak up any tricks of the trade back then from them working with them so early on? Oh, I certainly tried to. <laughs> I hope I did. <laughs> um, and Debbie was always so kind and generous with her stories and her wisdom and wanted to just wanted to share everything she could so other people could, you know, not only laugh at her expense and, and, you know, be happy, but, you know, just try to share as much of, of her experiences as possible. And I always um, loved that about her. So how long after the first movie release did you know that you were returning for the sequel? I don't think we got any ideas about a sequel until, I want to say it was maybe like a, six months before we actually filmed Halloween Town 2. It was not, it certainly, we got a lot of great feedback when the first one came out and it did really, really well in the ratings and they were really happy. Um, I'm sure my parents might remember a little bit differently, but I, I think it was cause I was doing another movie in Seattle. I remember towards the end of 2000 and that I believe was when we were starting like middle end of, yeah. So maybe like six months, like that was when we started talking about doing um, the sequel in like the upcoming, the upcoming year. Gotcha. So when did you become aware of how popular it was and how it was taken off? You know, I, I guess around that time, I mean, it was Disney Channel was also slowly rolling out to more markets as the movies came out. Like we Disney Channel wasn't like a mainstay cable channel when the first Halloween Town came out either. So it was sort of a gradual thing, I think, even like after I did Quince for them years later, like. I remember they flew us to New York for some event um, because I think they were celebrating Disney Channel coming to Time Warner in New York. So it was it was definitely a gradual thing. And certainly, you know, 
you know, with, with social media and everything, it's just, it's taken on a whole different life that I don't think anybody could have ever. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you, have you seen an increase on your side in popularity or fans or anything since the streaming service started? Because oh, totally. that's had to open up a whole new door. Absolutely. I get notes pretty much every day, messages from people saying that they watch it or like, you know, as it's rolled out, like, I think I got a message from people in Norway a couple of weeks ago, because, you know, Disney Plus had just gone out there and yep. they were watching it. So it's, it's amazing to see with technology. You ended up uh, marrying your co-star from Halloween Town too. And I know, I know you guys weren't dating on at the time, but looking back now was the writing on the wall. <laughs> well, we're actually not married. We're, we're together, but we're not married. Gotcha. Um, Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> we, we did not, all of those years ago, it was not um, something that really crossed our minds. Um, I was younger then and he was like in a serious relationship at the time. And we were, um, had a lot of fun working together as friends and um, stayed in touch afterwards and, and would hang out socially here and there. And then we went probably a good 10 years where I, we were like maybe Facebook friends or something, but we didn't really talk. And then um, I had reached out to him to do some sketches for my YouTube channel because I shoot a lot of original content for that. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be fun if he would be in some of it. I thought the fans would like that. And then um, it was a few years ago and then things just unexpectedly turned romantic. So it was um, uh, not really, people ask us now like, oh, that, you know, some people think we've been together since Halloween Town too, which is not the case either. So, um, but yeah, it was just, you know, one of those unexpected things. And now we've really gotten a kick out of, um, you know, all the fans as they figure, they figure it out or they find it out. It's a good story to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so in between the second film and your final appearance as Marnie, you kind of deviated from Disney just a little bit with uh, Stephen King. Mm -hmm. So was Rose Yeah, I actually shot that right before I shot Halloween Town 2. Oh, okay. So you shot yeah. it before Halloween. Okay, it came, gotcha. But it came out. I think it came out. Gotcha. Yeah, the release yeah, was later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Was that your first experience with horror? Horror? <laughs> Working Definitely. Yeah, that was, that was my first... Um, yeah, my first shot at it, and um, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Stephen King was such a nice guy, um, and yeah, I was, thankfully, I've been able to kind of dance in different genres, you know, over the years, so it's been fun to kind of, you know, go to the the edgier side of, of uh, you know, the, the harder kind of thing. Yeah, I was going to ask you if Stephen King was on set and hands-on with that much. He was hands-on. He stopped by a few times. I mean, we, we filmed for like five or six months up in Seattle. So he would come out and he filmed, you know, a cameo in it like he does. Um, but he, he stopped by a few times and he was the most generous, you know, like thanking us for being in the movie. And we were like, no, thank you. Like, this is so fun. <laughs> You're Stephen King. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. One of my personal favorite actors is in that movie. So I've got to, at, by nerd standards, I had to ask you about him. Like, do you have any memories of Julian Sands on that uh, set at oh, all? Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah he was Julian. great. Just what a fun loving guy, super talented. And um, we all, I mean, all of the actors just, we all had a great time. Um, we got, you know, we all got along really well, but like, yeah, he, I loved how each of us had such a different dynamic. You know, all of us were yeah. so different. So it was fun bouncing like the different dynamics off of our care, you know, off of each other um, on camera. Uh, Craig Baxley directed that movie. He he also did The Perfect Storm prior to Rose Red. That's another Stephen King adaption. 
Uh, do you think his involvement and experience with adapting Stephen King's works kind of helped Rose Red turn out so well? Because that's a lot of people's favorite of the oh, movie, of yeah. the television adaption. Yeah, he was he was awesome. He definitely had, um, I mean, that's quite a big project to take on, you know, a, um, basically a six hour movie like that, like, a, yeah. you know, just, um, and he was, he was great with all of the actors and um, just really, I really enjoyed working with him. His son, Craig Baxley Jr. was our stunt coordinator too. So, oh, cool. um, yeah, so it was, it was, um, really nice to like, you know, to, to be able to kind of go up to Seattle and kind of get lost in that, you know, that rose red world for a little while. I didn't even know his son, uh, did stunts. I knew Craig was a big stunt guy. I did like stunts for Predator and stuff. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. So for the most part, Halloween Town kept you guys intact, but uh, they did a little blasphemous thing for, you know, the last, the last one. Do you know, do you, well, what was the, why were you cast Marnie of all people? What, what, what happened there? Hello? I think you're, uh, I think our connection's cutting out. Okay. Now I can hear you. Sorry. Yeah, there was a little. No, connection. you're all good. Did you hear the question? I did not. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw there was a little static coming through. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, basically, uh, up until your last performance as Marnie, which was in Halloween Town High, mm-hmm. what, what, did you ever get any reason as to why they didn't recast, were they, why you were recast, why they recast Marnie? No. Um, you know, I, it was, it was just kind of one of those things that happen in, um, a business like this. Like there's, there's been so many crazy things that have happened to me and a lot of, you know, my friends that are in the business over the years. And so it just um, was one of those things that I had to chalk up to, you know, to being in a crazy business. Yeah. Yeah. So we all saw you grow up on screen uh, through Marnie and your other roles. So when you go back and look at these movies, can you see yourself through the first movies and so on progress as a actress person? It's got to be pretty cool just to go back and look at yourself grow up on TV. It is cool. It's a little nerve wracking. I think I um, certainly as a teenager and as a kid, you know, you, you go through all of your awkward phases and everything in front of everybody. Yeah. So that has been always interesting to go back and see. I'm so grateful that I was able to continue to work and still do like I, you know, I'm so blessed every day to, to like still love this so much and to um, have felt so, um, just so deeply touched by it over the years. And I think um, it's not my favorite thing to watch myself because I think it's just hard to do like, you know, in general, but it is so fun to sometimes go and sit and watch a scene or two and just have all those memories come flooding back and, um, and kind of go, wow, yeah, that is me. Like it's, you know, (laughs) it's it's a cool thing. Another movie of yours that I'm a fan of is a bringing down the house. Oh, Uh, thank you. How, how was this the set experience differing from you know Stephen King and then you're working with Steve Martin and Queen Latifah? Oh, that was amazing. That was like a certainly I had to pinch myself all the time. Um, <laughs> I was such a fan of Steve's ahead of time, and they were both so great and so ingratiating. We just had an amazing cast in that movie. Um, Eugene Levy and Gene Smart, and uh, I was thrilled to work with Betty White because I loved her so so much in, in Golden Girls, of course, but. It just like when they kept signing people onto the movie, it was like, wait, who's going to be in it now? Who's, you know, <laughs> Joan Plowright just signed on? Like, so it was, um, 
Oh, it was just an amazing experience. And and if I can say so, like objectively as an audience member, I love what they did with the movie. I thought it was, you know, I, I enjoyed it as an observer too. I, I genuinely still laugh when I see it. I was going to ask what, which one, would you say that's your favorite role personally to sit down and casually watch if you had to watch them casually just to enjoy? It? Um, I mean, that definitely would be, I haven't seen it in the longest time. I Tumbleweeds was also a film that was very near and dear to my heart. And, um, I recently sat and watched that with Daniel. Um, I guess it was actually a couple of years ago now. He had never seen it. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen it in a while. And so that was fun to watch um, again. But it's, yeah, all of, I mean, all of them have great, great moments and different things that I learned and stuff attached to them. So it's, it's kind of crazy to have like your life on screen in a different way to be able to go and <laughs> reference yeah. when you want to. That's crazy. I couldn't even imagine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I saw an interview of yours some time ago where you said that you were slowly see- teaching yourself guitar. So what's that progress? It's still very <laughs> slow. Uh, <laughs> I do it for fun. Um, my brother and I both had piano lessons growing up and he is um, it, now in a very, he's such a talented uh, musician. It's incredible. And so I liked the, the piano and, and, but kind of gravitated more towards guitar and I've just, it's just always been a fun hobby that I've um, learned different songs and and that sort of thing. But I I kind of go in and out of um, cycles. I feel like with it, you know, like I sometimes when I get really busy, I can't sit down yeah. and play on it as much. But then when I do, it's like you know that you get attached to it again. But um, yeah, music is music is so um, healing in so many ways. So I always, you know, make it a point to, to take more time with it. Um, so you mentioned earlier, Halloween was a big holiday. For you. What, are, what are your, some of your favorite horror movies? Um, you know, I was never like a big, like slasher horror fan. Um, i trying to think of some of the ones I've seen, like um, Identity was a great movie. I think mm-hmm. the name of it is when John Cusack, like I like more some of that like suspense. I don't know what you would call that. Because it's not necessarily horror horror, but... Um, psychological like thriller, maybe. Yes, there we go. Psychological thriller. That was always my jam more than like Halloween or something. Like, those yeah. movies were cool and I can see why they, you know, they appeal to that audience. But I liked, I guess I liked psychologically to be messed with a little bit more. Um, I'm trying to think what other... I haven't seen like a lot of... There's a lot of classics that I actually need to go and watch. Like Misery and... Um, like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, like some of those that like, mm. or some of those, you know, more, I, I haven't seen them. So I've been trying to make a point to actually like go back and watch some good, like good movies that I need to see. Like I finally just saw Nightmare Before Christmas, like probably three weeks ago. So I'm <laughs> catching up. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm Don't feel too bad. <laughs> I, I've seen that, but I probably haven't seen it since I was a kid. So I'll, I'll get the flag just as much as you will for just now seeing it. Right. <laughs> So what were some of your musical influences growing up? Um, oh, gosh. I loved everybody from uh, – I've been a longtime Dixie Chicks fan, or I guess they're the Chicks now. Um, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, um, Alicia Keys, uh, James Morrison, who's a British artist. Like, i always all over the place. So mm-hmm. I kind of like a little bit from all the different genres. It depends on what mood you're in and what's, what, you know, feeds your soul in that way, you know, that day kind of thing. So uh, do you have any projects you're currently working on anything on the horizon? I have a film that we were supposed to shoot a few months ago that got, it was a, it's a horror sci-fi comedy and um, 
it's, we had to push because of COVID, which is a bummer. So we're working hard and kind of, you know, seeing what they're doing with production and everything. And hopefully that will get back up, um, you know, early, mid next year. And then um, I'm a part of uh, the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie series, the Crossword Mystery series. Um, I did one of the movies in the series last year and um, I'm hopefully going to be coming back for one of those sometime soon. So it's kind of, everybody's kind of like trepidatiously, you know, getting some stuff back and kind of seeing, you know, what happens with the world. Yeah, I was going to say, I know there's no cons on the horizon anytime soon. Well, I know there's cons, but there's very, they're very restrictive, right? Yeah, I think they're trying to get some going for like spring of next year and kind of see, you know. Have there been any official Halloween Town reunions at a con or I can't think I've seen. Not at a con. We did. We went back to um, St. Helens where they shot the first Halloween Town a couple mm-hmm. of years ago for the 20th anniversary and the whole cast reunited there. We hadn't seen each, like all been together since we filmed. So that was really cool. Um, and then um, Judith and Daniel and I did um, Galaxy Con uh, on Halloween this year, which they're doing it virtually now, which is so cool how they do it. So yeah. those companies are trying to adapt too, which I think is so awesome because then fans from wherever they are can come say hi. And it's not, you know, as much like what, what city you're going to exactly it's almost i wouldn't say it's better but it's different and nice yeah it's very cool like yeah i love i love going to different cities and checking them out and like traveling and all that but i um i love the opportunity that it gives more fans to you know to experience it you know especially now everybody needs some joy and something you know it's just it's been a rough year so i was uh we were all you know really happy to to come online and chat with some fans that day so do you keep in contact with anybody from uh, the series? All of us sort of keep in contact, like with social media. I think um, I certainly talk to Judith the most personally, but um, Jay Paul and Emily, I mean, all of us have uh, Philip Van Dyke who played Luke. Like we're all on social media together and always say, Hey, and I've seen Jay Paul over the years in person. It just, you know, with life is kind of dependent, but it's social media is nice in that way. Cause we've been able yeah. to kind of, you know, keep up with each other personally as well. Well, my internet is constantly fluctuating right here, Kimberly. I don't want to have us cut out. So I think I'm going to not hold you hostage any longer (laughs) and take what we got and appreciate the little things. So again, can you tell people where they can find you or social media is anything? Absolutely. I'm on um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. My username is at official KJB. I'm on TikTok now um, at official Kimberly J. Brown. And, um, and my website is, is KimberlyJBrown.com, which always has, you know, uh, and I have an Etsy shop too, actually. That's, um, we, uh, it's craftily, uh, craftilycreative.etsy.com is the address, but uh, we do a lot of um, custom paintings and um, graphic tees and actually some Halloween Town inspired merch. We made keychains this year from the movies and, um, you know, a lot of stuff with the being normal is vastly overrated quote on it and stuff like that. So it's a little, it's a fun, um, you know, fun side way to be creative when right. I'm not, when I'm working on camera. You heard it there, folks, uh, merch from Marnie. So you need to go buy that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you also, you have your YouTube. Are you still active on your YouTube channel? I do. Yes. I'm still on YouTube. That's at official KJB as well. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of like comedy sketches, original stuff up there. Um, and uh, like blogs and fun, like, you know, Q and A videos and just, you know, fun stuff. All right, Kimberly, I thank you so much again for giving me your time. Sorry about the uh, connection issues we've been having. Oh, no worries at all. No worries at all. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. 
right. If you get anything coming up, uh, I'd love to have you on anytime and you have a great rest of your day. Awesome. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye now. Okay. Take care. Madness and magic.